0: Welcome back to another episode of Being an Artist is Fucking fucking Killing Me. me. And it is a miserable fucking day outside. Ooh. It's like on and off hailing. It's the worst. Is spring here yet? Searching for you. Mm. I'm Corinne. I'm Rainy. How's everybody's edition season going? How's yours going? It's going okay. You know, if you just go into an edition, like it's a free class, it goes really great. (laughs) I will never forget. My favorite Jenny Stevens line is, Hey guys, are you excited for your free class today at the springboard edition? <laughs> that was like two years ago. <laughs> like two years ago. And so great. She's, she's so funny. <sighs> there are some cool events coming up this past week, and we'd like to let you guys know about it. To start, we have In Conversation with Hannah Keel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's happening on the 19th on Tuesday, um, and it's happening at the Toronto Centre for the Arts. So everyone go check that out. Really interesting. Hannah is a wonderful person and has some really interesting things to say. So go check her out. Another mm-hmm. thing that's happening is Project Mood Ring. Yeah, Arts Parties. Mm-hmm. It's on March 22nd, 9 p.m.
1: to 1 a.m. at the 918 Bathurst Center. You have to buy tickets to that. I think they're $20 online, cash only if you show up.
0: Probably yeah. more expensive at the door. Really cool event put on by some really cool people. Mm-hmm. Go check it out, go support. Yeah. Um, in terms of Galpal news, we still have our quarterly newsletter coming. So please go sign up for that. That would be lovely. Um, it's gonna have a bunch of really cool, awesome things on it.
1: Also, if you didn't come to our original fundraiser and screening party, Let Her Out is now online. Woo! Woo!
2: We sold out oh! to YouTube.
1: Guys, we're trying to monetize our YouTube, so please go watch yeah. it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> go throw a comment up there, give her a thumbs up, tell us you like it, or yeah. tell us you don't. but All feedback is good.
1: I mean, if your feedback is, like, professional, don't just tell us you hate it, because that's not helpful.
0: Yeah, the fuck?
1: Also, I don't want to hear that you hate it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This week we have Ran and Jaden on the podcast, and they are two dudes, they're super awesome, they're super funny, and they have a really cool new web series. Here we go.
3: Hi, my name is Jaden, I'm co-creator of a web series called Ran and Jaden that I write for and act in. Hi,
4: I'm Ran, Um, I'm the co-creator of a web series called uh, Ran and Jaden that I wrote for and also reluctantly acting because um well it just has to be me so i'm also the asian one i don't want to make it awkward but i am and i'm also gay i don't want to say anything but you you, you know i sound gay so makes sense right okay bye (laughs) perfect great
2: job
0: (laughs) amazing why are you you're in guelph now right Mm -hmm. Um, what are you doing in Guelph? Why did you decide to live in Guelph instead of Toronto?
4: Um, for a job. Oh. I, um, I did live in Toronto for six years.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So like, I'm, you know, I'm so over the Toronto elites. Um, no, I, I was it was kind of bittersweet um i did grow up in guelph but i don't live at home okay um i moved into this house with um three girls Mm -hmm. and they're so cool Mm -hmm. um no i just um i was working for the government um like not really government but like more politics Mm -hmm. so i was like a staffer for a liberal um mpp and then he lost the election uh i -hmm. cried and then i was unemployed for like two weeks but then i was like oh my god i need to find a job
0: (laughs) you Um, cried or he cried Hmm? Everyone cried. cried,
4: I think. I cried, yeah. Because yeah. mm. I lost my job. Mm-mm. But Also, just like, because Doug Ford won. Yeah, because so the that won. Cried. Yeah, <laughs> And I'm not kidding, like, the night of election night, I did cry really hard. I was very emotional. Yeah. Um, and then I applied for a job with the Green Party. Oh, wow. But I don't technically work for the Green Party. I work for, like, the government that supports the Green Party seat. And because he's in Guelph... Um, I just had to move um, Jayden was trying to convince me to not move because for the first month when I got the job I was convincing uh, sorry I was commuting to Guelph on Greyhound oh and it was not fun so I did it for like three days and I was like, okay, yes, this will not work you need to move so I did <coughs> and I did so I moved to Guelph in August um, I lived downtown Guelph, which is like super cute it's just like really old houses and there's like no tall buildings because there's a church downtown and you can't be higher than the church. So all the wow. houses are super cute. Guelph is actually pretty cute.
0: Yeah. And like yeah. a university town too, kind of, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, youngins. Lots of youngins. And that's what I'm doing. Do you miss the city?
4: Um, things like this? No. 506 was fucking crowded. I had mm-hmm. to wait for the second one because mm-hmm. I couldn't get on.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But no, I do. I'm kidding. I do.
3: You think you ever move back?
4: Hmm?
0: Do you think you'll ever move back?
4: Um, no, I don't know. It depends on...
3: Yeah, I will. What did you
4: say? <laughs> I think you will. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> answering
3: for you. I hope that's okay. Hmm? I'm answering for you. This mm-hmm. whole podcast. Why men
4: <laughs> always speak for me? <laughs> um, no, we'll see. I don't know. I want to go to grad school, but I also want to have a creative career. So. Right, right. Where do you see. want to go to
0: grad school? What do you want to go to grad school for?
4: Probably political science or some oh, kind of wow. policy. Oh wow, so it's like a
0: passion of yours, like, poli-sci.
4: Kind of now, because I'm just kind of where it led me. I mean, I was interested in business in high school. Yeah. And that's why I settled for economics, but I really hate economics. But then, um, now that I'm here, I'll just, like, sort of continue to pursue that. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. So maybe if I apply to U of T, I'll be back in Toronto or if I quit my job, get fired, I don't know. Mm, what right. could happen? Who knows? Go to Medics hmm?
3: College, <laughs> the next. Go to Trios. Oh. What is that? Trios College? No, oh, what is that? Um, Some college has Some ads college. on the subway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's so many, there's so many weird colleges.
3: Or Everest. Everest, <laughs> Everest. Yeah. Uh, Seneca a lot too
0: lately, actually. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: A lot of ads on there.
3: Thank you for inviting us on, by the way. Mm.
2: Oh, so Of course.
3: Um, what, like, what made you want to, like, have us on? Or do you want to save that for the podcast?
1: Oh, we're recording.
3: Oh, We've we'll been recording oh,
1: for, like, yeah. the last ten minutes. We've Perfect. been recording, like, the entire conversation. No, was great. Oh, my <laughs> gosh.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, why, like, why? Like, why?
0: Um, well, we obviously have a mutual friend, so we saw that you guys started your web series. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny. hmm It's funny. <laughs> oh, thank
3: you. Did you watch, have you watched any of the... The trailer? You can say no, like to like our other videos and stuff that we've done.
1: Just like your what's your on your Instagram And like the trailers that are linked to that.
3: Okay. Yeah, so just like the new the new stuff. Okay hmm Do you see any of the patio ones? Yes. Like the sec- okay. Yeah I, see that I like those ones. That's okay <laughs> 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 Only like 400 people have so It's, it's okay <laughs> I <laughs> mean like
0: we can start talking about that right away. Like <laughs> how do you get people to watch your shit? <laughs> 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 like as isn't it so challenging, like social yeah. media? And yeah, yeah. There's like this very like lovely fairy tale idea that like you start a YouTube or you become an influencer like overnight, and you're mm-hmm. just like, I post something and then hundreds of people like it.
3: No, it's hard. It's yeah. very so. I'm I'm the one that does like all the social media stuff, mm-hmm. um, and it's very like like disheartening sometimes. Like it's seeing, <laughs> like I put out tweets that I think are hilarious and it gets like two likes <laughs> or on Instagram, like I'll post something that I think is like a really good post and the only extra followers we'll get is like a dentist office, like in Markham <laughs> or like get 1000 followers now or like some- you Or it's know, like a
0: bot, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah,
3: like some type of bot. And so it's, yeah, trying to, I've, I've discovered like doing social media is like really not, doing social media for like a thing, is not like my favorite thing. My not my favorite aspect of doing this. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a reason it's someone's job.
3: Yeah, right. I like. I cannot wait for the day until I can like pass that off to someone oh. else and pay them for it.
0: Yes. I'm <laughs> very
3: excited for that day, yes. and <laughs> I don't see it happening anytime soon. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. No, yeah. Doing social media is um. <laughs> sorry. sorry no, I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like a nightmare. Like, like I do, I do enjoy it. Like, I, I do, I do like it, part sometimes. Um, but I guess just like, like say if there's like a day where I like do a lot, I'm going through, and I'm like retweeting things, liking things, responding to things, like mm-hmm. posting, like I'm active, I'm and then at, yeah, and then at the end of the day we get we have like twenty more views on the trailer or something. It's like I just feel like I'm working very hard <laughs> for those <last> twenty <laughs> views.
0: How do you not? have you heard about these people that can buy bots to like, like things and like do this? When you're like feeling these, like, oh, fucking 20 people saw that and I could buy a bot for 20 or 40 bucks and it would just go through it. Do you have those, like?
3: No, no, no. I've never, I've never wanted to do that. No. I just, um...
0: I bring that up because like, that's like, I'm just gonna move this, ignore me. Oh, sorry. It's okay. We've recently like, I mean, like not ourselves personally, but we have been um, noticing that a lot of pages will just like jump followers all of a sudden from mm-hmm. like six hundred to like three thousand followers to yeah. like seven thousand, and then if you go into the likes, it's like sixty-eight likes, yeah. and the, like you can mm. tell if the followers, it's like all weird numbers, and you're just like, what is the point of this? There's yeah. no engagement happening. Is it like, this is strictly vanity numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, how is this helping your career? Like it's not moving anything forward. Like you're not getting, I mean, maybe you're getting more jobs from it, but like, I would think that people that are hiring you based off social media presence know how to spot that shit immediately, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know?
3: Yeah, like you can tell immediately, like um, actually Katrina taught me this, mm-hmm. it was like, if someone looks like they have a lot, a lot of followers, like you can tell by going to the legs and see if it's like completely yeah. disproportionate. Because right. and then it's just and then like once you're like exposed, it just like comes across as so like oh so fucking right. like needy, yeah. And
0: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> like very
3: <laughs> against this, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. feeling. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that never. There was actually there was a um, there was a trailer um, for IPF once that the views were like very low, mm-hmm. and. Um, then I noticed like towards the end of the month where like the views and everything count, all of a sudden it was like 7,000 or something, like it jumped incredibly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what they did, I guess they must have paid to promote it somehow or something
2: mm-hmm.
3: and <laughs> like, I did think it backfired just because a lot of the comments were like, what is this? Like, why is it showing up on my recommended (laughs) videos? Like, it was was a lot of thumbs down. Like, it did not work out. So Uh I just think, yeah, even though it's disheartening to have, like, the low view counts, it's like, it's not worth it to... No. Because you know the
0: viewers that are watching it are, like, genuinely watching your stuff.
1: And, like, are fans of it. At
3: the end of the day, I think that's what is, like, more important. And hopefully that, at some point, will reward us.
1: (laughs) At some point, there's a tipping point. And yeah. you, it will pay off. The yeah. 20 <laughs> views
3: will pay off. <laughs> Ten years down the road for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like something we're struggling with right now. It's like how to use social media as a tool mm-hmm. in like a very engaged way that helps build audience in, in a real way that like people want to engage with your stuff and they're going to actually listen Yeah. and, and vice versa versus like. We had thirteen thousand followers, and it looked yeah. like we had a big audience. Like, would yeah. that get us in the door more places? Yeah.
0: Especially, yeah. Especially, like things like podcasts and web series, who are already like technology and internet based. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you have to be so reliant on social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: What were you gonna say? Doing social media, like there's you as the um, like entity trying to grow the audience, mm-hmm. but then also when you take that hat off and you're just like a regular social media user and like as a regular social media user I'm not super inclined to like retweet like share blah blah, blah all this stuff right. all my friends stuff like all the time but when I'm like mm-hmm. the on the other
1: side side of
3: it I'm like why aren't all my friends retweeting <laughs> my stuff like why isn't everyone liking everything I post like right. I thought these were real friends but I guess not That's <laughs> how I feel like very briefly yes and then real. so I guess just like even it's even like the people that you're friends with or that you're close with like you have to work for it.
1: Oh, yeah, right. Totally. It's, you
3: can't you really just like can't take it for Any of you or like anything for granted. So genuinely when I get one or two likes, even though I was saying it It frustrates me like I'm thankful for that. Right, right. Because like sometimes liking a post on social media Like is a big deal for some people. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it, I like Wait. a lot of things But for some people it's like a thing, mm-hmm. you know, so, everybody uses social media differently. Yeah.
0: There's also people that just don't like anything. Airs just creeps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the creepies. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and it, it's like, it's funny. I find, <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure you found this too with like your podcast. Like you don't want to, you don't want to be like annoying. Like you don't totally, want to yeah. become like a, like a pyramid scheme type person and be constantly <laughs> hounding your like friends. Like a
0: shakeology person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: well,
3: like you, you want to, so like trying to find that balance of like, not wanting to like berate your friends and like alienate people, <laughs> yes. But also being like, hey, just a reminder. Like, a comment on the YouTube video Goes a means more work. than a view. hmm Comment. Can a you like. Comment. Could you leave a comment? Like over and over and over again. And yeah. it's like, but it's necessary. Like people, like people, forget very right. quickly. Which I mean, there's so much stuff out there, so like it makes sense that.
1: And I think most people, if they're like genuinely interested in what you do, don't mind those kind of reminders. Mm-hmm. Reminders, yeah, and sometimes it just takes like a little bit of a prod or a push. Yeah. Like, hey, guys, it would mean so much to us if you could like engage with our social media. Yeah, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But usually, they're just like swiping through because it's like mindless, yeah. right?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, how do you, like how do you yeah. like with social media? Like, what do you? I hate it. Just <laughs> so, like, in general. It? I mean, I I use
4: it reluctantly. Right. So. Okay. I'm so happy you're. In charge of it. Well,
2: that's. (laughs) No, it's okay. I
0: was gonna probably ask the same question you were, Mm -hmm. as like because you're not like running it. Like um, you said, you were kind of doing most Mm -hmm. the base of it. Do you take as like offense when things don't get as many likes, or do I take offense, or take like? Are you as hurt by
4: it? No. Well, I kind of think of it as like. I don't think Jaden and I would use the word influencer to describe ourselves, right? So (laughs) it's (laughs) we're just happy with the organic amount of yeah. engagement that we're able to get. So like we would, you know, never, you know, follow like a get 1000 followers for free yeah. Right? Yeah. account, message them, yeah. pay them. I don't know how it works, but right? yes. so it seems like people do do that. So I, I feel like it's not a path that we ever want to go down. It's just really just, are we funny? If you think we're funny, then that's great. So we're not, at least I'm not like just, Obsessed, sorry, obsessed with um, just
3: numbers. I think, mm-hmm. but obviously it's important. But mm-hmm. well, and that's like with 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 pitching our new season, like a big part of um, like in any grant application we're filling out, like in our marketing strategy, like a big part of it is like organic community connection. Like we really when time comes like want to be able to connect with like the Toronto like gay community and like go to events and like have that connection Mm -hmm, with people and so um trying to like balance that wanting to be organic and stuff with like also needing the views and the likes for something like IPF where like the engagement is very important yes is difficult Mm -hmm. Um, I it's trying to come off as organic will also be like the like share subscribe you know, which seems very kind of robotic and mechanic because I feel like there's the yeah. um, association with like the influencer type thing, which is often... And well, or, I yeah.
4: guess so at times it almost takes away the focus because I feel like for influencers, there's not really like a specific product or it's really just their brand of I'm me, I'm in Costa yeah. Rica sort of thing. But like with podcasts or websites, there's like a very specific right. product that you're trying to um, push out there. So it's just, it, it's different from just like a, an account where yes. they're just, you know, eating their burritos and going to beaches. And that's, that's an excellent
0: point. That's yeah.
4: different. So I, I get right. how they could be more infatuated with just growing the numeric amount of
3: right, right. Reach. And I found myself actually trying, sometimes trying to like, I'll post like a thirst trap on Instagram. Uh, on my personal. On my personal,
2: on yeah. my personal.
3: <laughs> <laughs> because as, as and like hashtag it like, gay or gay Harry Chest or whatever, because I'm like, by association, maybe this will. Mm-hmm. Because I think, it you know, as much as it's like, a great romantic idea that like people will, love and follow your web series because it's good quality is not, I mean, obviously like Netflix just canceled that show one day at a time, which I've never actually watched, but I've heard it's like an amazingly done show. Mm -hmm. Like, and Netflix put out a tweet saying it's a great show. We love it, but just not enough people watch. Right. Right. Like when push comes to shove, like it really feels like the organic content like does not matter as much as the views and Mm -hmm. the... Anyway, so yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's been tough trying to like, and then I feel almost like I'm being two-faced, like, trying to be like, oh yeah, organic, because it's like almost buzzwords that like, people connect with, but at the same time, like, playing the game of the getting the likes, the shares, all that kind of stuff.
1: Right, it's really hard to be this like, business-minded individual, and then be, I find, be this business-minded individual, and then like, connect to your art in the same way. Mm -hmm. Mm. It feels really hard to like, turn that off and on. Yeah. Yeah
3: yeah
2: yeah because
1: wearing those hats and thinking about numbers and thinking about like oh what can we do to like you're saying like go to events be connected to your community how can you be connected in the real world so that your numbers on social media show it
3: yeah 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 and that's something that I don't know I haven't figured out and I think is um and like yeah
1: or like doing doing those events with the with the goal of like maybe our listenership will grow. Yeah. Maybe we'll make more network connections. Maybe we will like have yeah. more people to like be asked to be on and like all of those things that build
3: and build and build on each other. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Which so yeah, I mean like at the end of the day, like the, commu- the organic community connection, like going to events and stuff. Like what you're really hoping for is that that it will translate into more <laughs> viewers and more. So it feels very like dishonest in a way. Mm -hmm. but you know that's just the that's part of it so I think you know like I think it's it's possible to do both it just feels kind of deceptive I guess on the surface Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you can't unless you really have no interest in like making money or making a living like you can't fully 100% just be about like the right organic connection like there is some selfish aspect in that and that's just part of it Like you have to be like okay with that Mm yeah you know
1: if you're not gonna hire a manager or a producer to do it for you you have to do it yourself
3: yeah i mean and i don't like with like doing something like a podcast like how like how do you how have you tried and grown your Cause, I mean like, I mean with web series as well, it's a very like oversaturated market. like everyone has a web series right. everyone has a podcast. Like, yeah. What do you do to like make yourself stand mm-hmm. up?
1: We've been trying to do live episodes okay. at events that we feel connected to as like a brand or people mm-hmm. um, that are showcasing, showcasing like other artists that are mm-hmm. local or female and all those kind of things we would love to host like live interviews at an event where then we can make connection with people there, make connection with the people running the events, make connections with the artists that are involved. And like, we're here, we're real people. We're not just online. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're not robots. Yeah. 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 That's been like something we're trying to do.
3: So what kind of events would you want to,
0: um, I mean, like anything, festival, <laughs> anything. Anything. if you're listening. <laughs> if if someone needs like an MC person. <laughs> <laughs> an MC or a curator. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything that really like curates events f- specifically for artists and whether that means like around a certain subject. Um, yeah. Even like artist fairs we've reached out to mm-hmm. or like yeah. opening parties. Yeah. That's kind of like what we're trying to do right now. Yeah. And I think when people can put like a face to a name,
3: Yes, it's easy. Yeah,
0: you know. Be- yeah.
3: Well, Yeah, that's like a big reason why we want to do that, like have the face to face. Yeah. Because totally. it, like, I mean, our big thing is that in Canada, like, there's really not a lot of like gay male representation, and there's Dan Levy. There's yeah, <laughs> that's exactly there's Dan Levy is just, just great, which is great. <laughs> yeah. That's genuinely like, a great thing. He's doing great. Right. Yeah, but it's like. <laughs> What What else? else? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) It's like, um, oh, we have like Baroness Von Sketch. We have a female sketch troupe.
2: Hmm.
3: Let's have another one. Like where is a, you know, it's it's sort of that connection, that organic connection with our audience, I think will be so important because like in a way I want it to be, I want them to really feel like it's like for them, like it's Mm -hmm. for an audience that's been underserved and underrepresented. Right. And so I think having that connection with them will just like, help create kind of, like, a more personable relationship with our audience and will yeah. help kind of, and also, like, from, a I guess, a business standpoint, like, create, like, a bit more of a loyal right. following, a more invested following that's, like, kind of knows you face-to-face a little yeah. bit, and so they're more invested and want to follow it.
0: Why do you think that that representation is, like, so low in Canada? Like, do you find that interesting because, I mean, like, gay marriage and all that has been, like, legal for so long in Canada, mm-hmm. where it's compared to other countries, mm-hmm. but yet we feel so underrepresented in, in that community.
3: Yeah, I do actually find it really interesting that yeah. um, Canada is often touted as, like, a beacon of, like, yeah. social equality and, like, progression yeah. and stuff. And, um, like, specifically when it comes to gay marriage representation, but also, like, trans, like, any really LGBTQ yeah. representation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is somewhat lacking compared to the States. Um, and like queer women have done a really good job at carving a space out for themselves in like the digital entertainment sphere. Like there's a lot of mm-hmm. queer, female centric web series out there. No bars in Toronto though. No, no like lesbian there's, bars? There's no lesbian bars in yeah, Toronto. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Yeah, it's like, yeah.
0: Right? I think <laughs> they're weird. <That's> weird. <laughs> it's so weird.
3: Um, but yeah, I, I really don't know why there's like the lack of gay, yeah. It almost then. seems frustrating at times because I,
4: and not to throw IPF under the bus, but.
0: Can we just talk what is IPF? Because you've said that a couple times so and I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. I I think I it's really... the same thing that Brooke's doing. Oh, okay. In...
3: Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, so it stands for Independent Production Fund. Um, so, yeah, you got it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> um,
3: okay. Our um, friend
1: Brooke is doing it right now
3: for her web series called Spectrum. Oh I love the trailer for that. Isn't it beautiful? It's gorgeous. I almost cried. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really wanted to get it. There's a lot of really great trailers this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but so once a year they do like a um, like a trailer competition basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so along with your application you submit a maximum two minute trailer as like a proof of concept for your series and over the month of March um, it, they take into account like the amount of views and likes and comments and engagements in general like with your right. trailer. because. Mm-hmm. Um, The whole thing is if they invest in your series, like if you make a profit, then you're supposed to pay some of it back from what I understand. So it's also very much like a business decision for them. So they want to see this engagement and like an audience for it, as opposed to like a government grant, which is more interested in like the Mm -hmm. cultural- Relevance. um,
4: But I forgot, is is it
3: under a government branch? I forgot. No, it's private. I'm pretty sure it's, I don't, I think it's, it's not Bell, but it's like a, like Bell and okay. IPF, but the Bell Fund and the IPF use the same online application okay, just, portal, so they're linked okay. somehow, but I don't oh. know how. It's a private thing. Gotcha. It's Interesting. not from mm-hmm. what I understand, I think. Okay. All right. right. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying something. Yes.
4: Not to throw I, Not to throw IPF under the bus, but I think a few, it was two years ago, right, mm-hmm. when our trailer didn't make the cut, there was just trailers that I watched that was just like, I'm sorry, like why oh, I hate that. did you make the cut? Yeah. Is that yeah. like this dog or something or <laughs> just
3: let's not throw any like specific... That's so vague. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just...
2: <laughs> so vague. <laughs> I
3: just really don't want to I mean like we're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well just I, not I, I to would... throw IPF under the bus. <laughs> I would right. can I say that's
1: frustrating I, in every aspect of life yeah. when you think you your thing is really good and you know it's really good and you see it come up against things where you are like that's fucking garbage and I don't understand
0: yeah that's yeah. happens all the time yeah I think it's just like it's frustrating when your shit doesn't get picked yeah you know And or you know it, it's good yeah
3: yeah well and and that's like yeah like a, a lot of it is like um you know, like, a, a business decision, mm-hmm. which, like, what we were talking about before. Like, again, it's a romantic great idea if, like, the quality, like, the will be chosen. That's the main criteria. Yeah. But it's a business decision. And right. it's, like, betting on what an audience will watch and, like... Um, also has
0: to be so different compared to everything else that's being released and, like, yeah. at that time. Like, I remember hearing, like, for example, No Strings Attached and the movie... Um, Friends with Benefits, Mm -hmm. like both those movies. I don't know if you guys remember the same movie, the exact same fucking movie, movie. and they came out at like literally months apart. But there's always these like flows in, um, in, in ideas and themes that are happening, Mm -hmm. and I feel like when it comes to selection committees, it has so much to do with like, okay, what's being brought in. So there's seven ideas about people waiting tables and being artists, we can only pick one of those. Mm-hmm. You know, it has so much to do with what you're entering with. Yeah. And like what the ideas that are happening in terms of themes that year and what's relevant and what's not, like all these people that are, these movies that are coming out that have these like wonderful, like serendipitous moments with the Me Too movement. Like these movements, these movies are, Three years in production, right? Yeah. You know, so like, how how did this happen? That there are these serendipitous moments that they're coinciding with the Me Too movement that nobody could have perceived was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very interesting how like the world just turns and things collide and some things
3: don't. Yeah, so. I found there's a lot of trailers this year about, about um, and they're all like like genuinely like almost all of them I actually enjoyed. Mm-hmm. The competition is very like good this year. Um, but there's a lot of trailers about like being a millennial <laughs> and like millennial struggles. Yeah. Right. A lot of them. Um, and I think, I, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. So just like to your point, like thinking about like, um, I don't know, I guess I thought like we we're being kind of somewhat unique <laughs> for some
2: reason. I don't know why.
3: But we are not <laughs> evidently, well I mean, I think, I mean like obviously like, our voice and our tone like is unique like everyone's right. voice is like unique and, and stuff but um, as like a general kind of genre like there was there was a lot of that this year. I think there are only, there's only one or two other gay male centric ones that I saw, again there were quite a few with queer women in it. Like hmm. they're killing it with web series like it's so, like there's so many, there's um, Barbell which I really liked mm-hmm. and Fudge, which I really liked. Mm. Um, that's all I can think of at the moment. When I'm <laughs> yeah. certain, there's... well, I mean, Carmela obviously was like the big one a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I haven't actually seen it, but I've heard it's very good. Mm. Um, yeah. So I think um, <coughs> I think we were talking earlier about like the like why there's <laughs> that lack of like gay male representation yeah. and, in um, Canada specifically. Yeah, in Canada specifically, and it's just it's it's just frustrating that like young gay Canadian audiences have to turn to the states. To, right. to see themselves represented. Right. And again, not even mentioning like trans Canadians or like bisexual Canadians or like anything else, even when it comes to web series, like it's uh And I don't, I really don't get it. I don't really understand. Mm. And and part of me like looks at like, um, like Baroness Von Sketch Show, which isn't like a queer series itself, but like there's a lot of um, like same-sex female relationships featured in in mm-hmm. various sketches. Um, and that's, like, a fairly mainstream show in Canada. And so I look at that, and I look at all, like, the queer female web series, and then, so it's, like, can't help but think, like, is it just that people think, you know, to, like, to me- like gay men is still not as acceptable or, like, easily pitchable mm. as, like, gay women? Right. Just like a thought that I've had. Like, is that... Right. Even though Canada is often, like, a... Yeah. yeah. Do you find yeah. that
1: because when gay men are represented on screen, they fall into a lot of tropes or stereotypes?
3: Like Possibly, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, a lot, I, you can maybe attest to this, I don't know if people watch a lot of like gay short films or whatever on YouTube or anything like that, mm. um, but almost all of them are like about sex a lot in one way or another right. like a lot of it a lot of gay male representation comes down to the sexual act
2: mm-hmm. I found and,
3: and so because gay
4: people can only have sex and straight <clears throat> that's people all we do. fall in love so. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh. shocked we're not having
3: sex right now to <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think maybe that's part of it is right. that there's there there's not enough range I sort of feel
4: like sometimes because the Canadian like I'm gonna sound salty but I think it is like the Canadian TV and film industry is just still such a small piece of pie oh, yeah. when you oh, yeah. look at the giant neighbor that we have it's yes. like I just feel like it's if it was like a pie chart it would be like this really thin
1: that's so true like sitting in this apartment we're sitting on right in right now Yep works for an american company in toronto because it's cheaper to outsource their post-production right.
4: so just i you know i can't i can't even name 10 canadian tv shows like right. and most of those are probably our national broadcaster like yeah. are there other
0: but i guess bell yeah. right i can name two TV, but,
1: but just like,
2: it's
0: schitt's creek oh i didn't even think of kim's i was thinking anna green gables oh and with an a being a. erica <laughs> oh, i don't even know what that is okay would Currie on the Moss. Anne with an A. And with an A. Anne with an A. <laughs> Anne with an
1: a. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so disappointed. Anne with an E. I was like, E <laughs>
0: yeah. But didn't you say there is Netflix opening a home they here? Are opening a production studio here. So yes. Oh my God. Handmaid's I mean, Tale. What? Handmaid's Dale?
1: Campaigns, oh, but isn't. Yeah, it's an American just show shodding, like, here. Cambridge.
0: They're just like wreaking the tax benefits of this exactly. lovely so country. They're not even shows.
4: They're U.S. funded <laughs> right. U.S. shows that yeah. because we're neighbors, we just watch it and we're like,
0: mm,
1: consuming like content. We like, consume so much American content. We do. Mm-hmm. So much. And every time I think about or I hear someone like talking about Trump on the subway, I'm like, it's not even. I mean, like, it affects us, but like. We're co- so consumed with American media that we're so concerned about the president next door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to me.
3: Yeah, I know. It's, I, so I actually follow politics quite a bit. Mm. Um, not as much mm. American politics, but more... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, specifically
0: me. will, yeah. Um,
3: and, uh, no, it it's still surprises me how many times, like, people will be able to tell... Because people know that I follow politics, like friends mm. of mine or whatever. And I'll get asked, like, oh, like, did you hear what Trump said? Did you hear blah, blah, blah. But whenever I ask about, like, oh, did you hear about, like, the SNC-Lavalin scandal with the federal government? They're like...
1: Right? Nobody nope, has no, any no, idea no. what no.
3: Trudeau's doing. Yeah, it's so... But we all know what Trump is doing. And I mean, this is, like, a very, I think, uh, mm-hmm. age since Canadians were born, I think, it's always been, like, America, America, America. Yeah, always kind of right. been the big...
0: The big brother. Yeah. yeah.
3: Which, I mean, like, it's hard not to. Like, when so much of our like, a lot of Canadian TV channels is just regurgitated American content. Mm -hmm. All of our movie theaters, Cineplex, it's literally just American movies. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there'll be a Canadian one every once in a while, and TIFF has some, but, like, it's, you know, that's a big problem, too. It's just, like, accessibility. Like, I have tweeted this a while ago, Um, but, like, I don't know why something like Cineplex isn't like mandated like by the CRTC to carry like a certain percentage of like Canadian content in their oh, theaters. Yeah, mm-hmm. much
0: like the because because all the radios are.
3: Radio and television yeah. is, yeah. Right, interesting. And I don't really know why it's not the same for like film. Mm, because right. accessibility is a huge part of it. Like if you live in rural Ontario and you're close to Cineplex is only playing American movies, like how are you supposed to go see right. Right. some like beautiful Canadian movie that was made oh, in that's downtown so Toronto? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: And why would you seek that out if you have no idea how? Right. hmm so, I mean, accessibility is a huge part of it, too, and I, I'm not, like, I don't really know where the blame falls on that. Like, part of it is, like, the companies, but also part of it is, like, like we we're just talking about Canadians don't even follow what's happening with Canadian politics a lot of the time. So, like, a lot of it comes down to Canadians, as well, is, like, they're betting on what Canadians will be interested in and what they will watch. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, part of the blame has to lie on Canadians, as well but then it's just, like, the cycle that feeds itself. Like, they're not feeding it because we're not asking for it because they're not feeding it.
2: Right. Anyway.
3: (laughs) So given that challenge, I feel like it's
4: almost... I don't want to say reasonable, but it's almost reasonable that um, the representation is diminished to, there is a gay character in this show. Yeah. So that's representation. Right. But would you say, like, *Shit's Creek is a gay show? Because Dan Levy is, like... Yeah. a key character.
3: I think but he plays
0: he's, he's, he's a pansexual in it, right? Okay. Yeah,
3: he's pansexual. Um, it has a, like a gay appeal, I think. Okay. It's I very just, cute. Being on like <laughs> gay Twitter, like, it has a, you know, the gays love I loving.
0: mean, and he is hot too. He's cute, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, did you, wa- you haven't watched, do you watch *It's Creek?
0: Yes. So like, <laughs> I get the, told I look like the sister twice a week. Really? Yeah, the same, like, I used
2: to have blonde hair, hair too. When she had blonde hair. She's hilarious. Mm
3: -hmm. Um, But, like, so, like, a little bit of Lexus, like, the song, Mm. that you've heard, like, that was very, I think, geared towards, like, a gay audience, and it was very well accepted by the gays audience. Right. The gays.
0: Also, like, the, um, Simply the Best when him and his oh, boyfriend, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. like, lovely, too, yeah. right?
3: And so, like, this like this argument about there not being representation, like, it's not, uh, in any way, I'm not, like, putting down, like, the representation that exists. Right. Like, it's fantastic, like, that creek is doing what it's doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm very thankful for that. But it's, like, why is there not more?
0: Totally. Mm-hmm. And, it's, it's, yeah, that's true. Because it's in going into its sixth season. And it's yeah. been so successful. Been like, I actually just watched an interview with Rita Wilson. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about it in terms of... Um, movies that are being made that are, like, strictly women-based. So, like, the Oceans movie that was made that was, like, with women or, like, My Big Fat Greek Wedding that was directed by, like, a woman. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how, like, there were these movies coming out that were doing really well, like, Big Fat Greek Wedding, etc., And the studios would always just be like, oh, well, that's, that's luck. That's luck that that movie that's completely directed and completely done by women it's, is doing well. It's just luck. It's just, like, happening in the system. <clears throat> but then, like, five more years, another movie would come along, do really well. They'd be like, oh, yeah, it's just luck. Like, we haven't had a movie like that in a while.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then finally, people are like, "Well, no, like that's not just like fucking luck. It's like yeah. people are obviously looking for that. For this,
2: fifty yeah. like,
3: percent
0: of the population is
3: looking for this.
0: Yeah, it's-
3: like people are get excited <laughs> about like something that breaks the trend and something yes. that's different. Right. And I think be- because I think a big part of it is just there's not the same amount of money to take the risks in Canada as there is in the states.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But so Canada, I don't think." And again, I maybe I don't have no right saying this because I'm very new into the industry, but like I don't have the impression that Canada is known for like taking huge risks right. with its entertainment. It's often, I think, sometimes plays it safe,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, and I think part of that is just because there's not the money to invest all this money in something that fails, yeah, as much as there is in the states. I would agree with <coughs> that. Yeah, and, I know we've had this conversation before about with there being such a little representation, like the pressure um, I felt, I can't speak for you, but I think you've also to a degree felt it, is being a gay web series, like representing the entire queer community mm-hmm. because there's so few and far between. Mm-hmm. And so I never had conversations before like, oh, like we need more, like we need a trans character, we need like more mm. people of color characters, we need blah, 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 which like, yes, but like it shouldn't, the responsibility shouldn't fall on the sole queer series to represent the entire huge community with so many different perspectives so like we've we've thought about that too it's just like trying to take the pressure off ourselves to be everything for every segment of the community you
1: can't yeah
3: you can't and you'll die trying yeah and then and then it would just come off as like tokenism and being like
1: you're pandering to as many people as you can yeah Mm
3: -hmm. yeah so
1: so let's
0: I mean let's talk a little bit about like when you guys are writing these episodes
3: Mm
2: mm-hmm
0: um You're writing just like what's happening? you you come up with an idea and you write it, or are you trying to like include these other types of representation within it, or do you just does it like come naturally? Yes, I don't think uh, i
4: I don't have like a formula, <laughs> but I don't think we have um, <clears throat> I don't think I'm that conscious about yeah. meeting a certain representation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Jane and I brainstorm mm-hmm. together, but it's really not to sound selfish, but it's really about us. Right. And the fictionalized versions of what we go through. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it's never like, okay, like, for the third episode, like, let's
3: throw in a trans character. Like, it never felt that way for me. Right. That's like, inauthentic. Right. It's right, not, exactly. And so I think, like, I would love to like my dream for this series, for Ran and Jaden is to open it up to be very inclusive of all the different queer experiences that exist. But I think to start, like let's start with our own experiences, yeah. what we know, so we can build something that's very organic and then from there, with hopefully more resources, we can bring in more people to help right. like, build that representation. Yeah. When it comes to logistics, writing the episodes, um, when we did like our first like season um, of like sketches, we just like sat down and was like, what are things that we could do? <laughs> like mm-hmm. what, are, what are funny ideas? Mm-hmm. Like Uber, oh sure, <laughs> that's one. <laughs> um, photography, that's another one, like blah, blah, blah. So that's how we kind of started that. Um, our season that we're working on right now, is an, it's a narrative as opposed to sketches. Mm-hmm. So it's 12 episodes, each episode is about 10 to 15 minutes in length. Um, and for that, again, it was like, we just sat in a room and we're like, okay, yeah. what do we want <laughs> to
4: happen? But we kept changing it, like, month and month. With, where the, like, the plot just yeah. sort of change.
3: Yeah, the scripts, are, we've been working on the scripts for, like, two years now. Because mm-hmm. we started writing it before, like, before we did IPF last, uh, mm-hmm. 2017. Yeah. So it's been a very long time. And I'm very, like, proud of us. For, I'm, it was,
4: I'm proud of them. It was, like, <laughs> it
3: was the first time we've ever written anything, like, a serial, like, uh, like an episodic narrative right. mm-hmm. and just to like that initial day of sitting down and being like, okay, like what happens? Like <laughs> yeah, we trying to find like a structure. I mean like how many episodes like how long should they be like in an arc in each episode? Like it's it was a really big challenge, mm-hmm. but I'm very like happy with like what we've come up with and I'm super excited for it. And that's why like we spent so much time working on the scripts and I think it does a really good job of like satirizing the ridiculous parts of millennial life and Mm -hmm. how there's always the threat of like nuclear war (laughs) moving over your head, but you're like too busy (laughs) to care about it and you have like two (laughs) jobs and whatever.
2: Like it does a good job of satirizing
3: it, Mm -hmm. but like (laughs) it has stakes and it's like heartfelt and it's. Right, um, there's like real moments in it. Yeah, and that was a big shift we wanted to do from our initial sketches that we did to this season was taking it from a place of, like, ridiculous over the top. Like, mm-hmm. um, in one episode in our first season, I get stabbed and, like, nothing really happens. Like, I befriend the person that stabbed me, and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, this very kind of out-there world. I and mean, we wanted to ground it a little bit more and make it, like, a little more realistic so it's a world you can really invest in and, and be something that has actual stakes and, like, consequences. And, but it's still really fun and lighthearted and...
4: And sarcastic, but it's, I guess it's yeah. more of a self-aware, like... I know I'm being sarcastic.
2: Yeah.
0: Do like, you think I'm, that you guys have um similar humor or separate humor?
4: I think our humor is strangely similar. It's very similar. It's,
3: <laughs> just, it's almost like developed like I, I, was gonna say,
0: I see like the sarcasm <laughs> from like you obviously.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I think like our humor, I would say our humor developed like simultaneously. Well, together. the other day I was just,
4: so when Jaden and I text each other, we like sometimes we just go on tantrums of improv. Mm-hmm. I, I would love just that. just create like this scenario. <laughs> you know? And then I just suddenly said, like, well, what happened if I die? Like, no one's gonna get our humor. Because what were we doing? We oh, no? yeah. were just
0: like, <laughs> make...
4: yeah. okay, it's not gonna sound funny, but it's like, I was just like, typing this like spiel for an Avril Lavigne concert in like rural Ontario. It's oh, like, right, right. Like, <laughs> Avril Lavigne will be performing at the conservative candidate nomination meeting um, <laughs> on highway seven That's and like the line near the shortstop uh, right beside Addington, Ontario. <laughs> like it's not that funny but then just like like it's I just, thought it was very funny just type of humor that I know Jaden would get and yeah. I also think it's funny it's just like brown line and highway 6
3: like that's yeah, when we yeah. Saw this time, like, my favorite area of Toronto was like Dixon and 401 like,
4: I love mean, <laughs> well, pharmacy yeah. and Finch
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I just think if one of us dies we'll just be so alone <laughs> yeah. Aww. Like, because but like genuinely like, like I said like I really feel like our sense of humor had developed like together mm-hmm. and so I really do th- think it's like, feeds off each other and it's like unique and yeah. and which I think is like what makes it so kind of easy to like write together and, and have this sort of like shared brand of sarcasm and mm-hmm. satirization and I love, what I love about Rancid's of humor is that he'll just make some obscure reference to like some B celebrity from like 2008 (laughs) (laughs) and like I'll understand it (laughs) and the same thing like vice versa I'm just like no one else will understand my reference to like Miranda Cosgrove's album or something (laughs) as deeply as he does you know (laughs) but
4: then I'll like plug Miranda Cosgrove into like a real headline like will the Canadian government find Saudi journalist Miranda Cosgrove (laughs) You know, like will yeah. Iggy Azalea approve of the new immigration bill? <laughs> it's just
0: that kind of
3: like. I don't think she will. <laughs> no, I don't think she will. No. I don't
0: think she will. I mean, she is from Australia. <laughs>
3: That's true, actually. Um, her new single dropped today.
0: It's called? Sally Walker. <laughs>
1: it's, it's called what? Sally Walker. Walker. Oh my God. The
3: music video is a lot of fun. It's like a funeral, but they're like twerking with the coffin and everything. It's oh, I real.
0: love that.
1: Yeah,
3: um, it's no, like a goth twerk <laughs> dance. And she looks really good too. She's like <laughs> she officiating is, the funeral, she she and she's like amazing. flipping her hair and everything. Uh, um, <laughs> but on, on like the sense of humor, like um, that's especially with like the shift that we've been doing with this new season. Like, it's been really important to me, and I think to you as well, that, we'll see, see. (laughs) (laughs) that that these characters are, like, smart, like, they're not dumb, like, oh, like, millennials, like, avocado toast, like, some, like, baby boomer impression of what a, like, a millennial is, Mm -hmm. like, these characters can, like, in real life, between you and I, like, we can banter about Iggy Azalea, but then also reference, like, immigration policy in the same breath. And, right. like, have that kind of...
0: Smart comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And,
3: and that's been really important to me, and, and what I think is also unique about our voice and our series is that it's, it, like, mm-hmm. is so ridiculous and over the top. It has, like, a lot of heart and, like, stakes and is grounded at the same time. Which I is what I, I love I also think we're
4: n- nice characters. So I feel like sometimes, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Ooh, that was can great. I <laughs> yeah. don't i want to leave that in because that was really funny. It's <laughs> like millennial characters are sort of portrayed as that like texting person that doesn't talk to the old person like right. an old lady like,
2: oh my God,
4: how do I get to like a shot in the street or whatever? And like, mm. Which is like <laughs>
1: There was a gesture of, of uh, texting everyone. Yes. <laughs> and His
4: the
0: voice just didn't go like <laughs> <long, long. laughs>
4: And I feel like we're not that. Like we are, yeah. I would say we are nice, kind people. Like we're yeah,
3: sarcastic to each people. other, but we're good, good kind people. people. We're the best people. <laughs> 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 um, no, but that, I, I've, I think I've talked about this before. Mm. Was, I don't know, have you ever watched Daria? Yes. Okay. So I, lo- I just recently got into it. Yeah. But what I love about Daria is that like the humor is so... It feels so modern, still, Mm -hmm. like it's so sarcastic and deadpan, and it's this, like, do you know anything about the show? Mm -mm. No, so it's, like, this high school girl named Daria, and she's just, like, really smart and, like, kind of cynical and sarcastic and deadpan. And she's just, like, constantly, like, let down by the world around her (laughs) all the time. But it's, like, all the characters on that show, at their heart, are, like, good people. Right. And I feel like a lot of um, more modern, kind of, like, sarcastic, banter, whatever, comedy is very, like like, a lot of the humor comes from, like, how bad a person can this person be? Like, oh, they're such a shitty person, like, ha ha ha, that's so funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very cynical. Um, or, like, surface level.
1: Like, they don't have more
3: than one layer as a character. Yeah, yeah. Or or they do, but it's just very, <coughs> like, like the people, like, part of the comedy is that they're not good people. Right. That's part of where it comes from. Mm-hmm. And what I love about Daria and what I think we try and do with Ryan and Jayden is, like, these people are good people and so to me like it makes it easier almost to like watch and like it feels Yeah, I but, feel I better mean, that's watching That's
4: a very all-encompassing word. We're good, but I mean obviously they're all flawed. Right. Characters. right. Well, obviously, yeah. But they're, you know,
0: they're human. I'm just saying they're kind. So do you consider the characters characters or do you consider them like how much of a percentage of the character is you and how much of it is just
2: Oh, writing on a Great prayer. question. <laughs> great question. I would say, oh gosh. Thanks. Okay. There was a gesture. percent for
4: me. I think the rant that is written in season two, quote unquote, is very me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like the dating experience I go through at least. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, that's, I don't have like a percentage in mind, but that's, I've um, been another conversation that we've had a lot when developing this is like, Diff, like how different are these characters from us, mm-hmm. and at what point does pitching it as them being fictionalized versions of us start to be like a creative limitation? Because like, if I write Rand doing something terrible, is gonna be like, oh, like that's gonna reflect bad on me? Like, is that gonna look bad on me? And same with me, like if if I say this is a fictionalized version of myself, and I have Jaden doing some like fucked up shit, like is that gonna reflect back on me? Because I have said this is a version of myself, you know, and so um, I think we've made kind of a conscious effort to Differentiate them more and have them be more characters. We changed our last names
4: just to make sure we did. Yeah We're not like we're playing ourselves like no, we are we're playing a character
3: Yeah We we made a very conscious decision to give our characters last names that are different from ours to make it like just kind of drive that wedge in there a little more
1: line in the sand. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because I think then it's like, it's a, it's a little, it's yeah. like a little freeing. <laughs> and
1: a lot of shows do that.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, Raven Baxter,
3: Raven Simone um, comes to mind.
4: <laughs> What's that show I'm thinking of? Please Like Me. Like, I, I oh, think yeah. it's, uh, it, there's a charm in just using the first name. Cause you're, you're still, you still feel like you're playing that character. And I almost and can't writing imagine from that voice. writing mm-hmm. two characters with different names. like. You know, like if I suddenly was Jamie, like I just I couldn't play the part well. Yeah. And when I'm Ran playing another Ran, it's just that that just feels so natural to me. Yeah. But then having a last different last name, which is what police like me did. They all have the same, not all, but most characters have the actors' Ray. real life first name, and I think that really is that, that helps them as actors almost.
3: No, that I think you're thinking of Insecure. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, please Like Me is an Australian TV show. It's oh. so good. It's actually really good. It's um like a, it's a gay um, centric TV show and it's very, it's just a really good show. But uh, yeah, they kind of do the same thing. Like they play, I think, versions of themselves. Yeah, so, I mean, I hope we do it effectively. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely, it's definitely, like we've definitely done a lot of work to develop them as characters. Right. Um. Like as opposed to our older, videos that we did, they're very much, as I say, like, caricatures. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're very, like, kind of over-the-top, like, surface thing people. But, um, we've really made an effort to, like, make them people that you could hypothetically run into at a party. Right. They're very, like, eccentric, obviously, but, like, still people that hypothetically could exist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because then I think that just makes it, like, you can invest in the world more, and the people more, and you care more. Mm -hmm. Characters
1: still need to be relatable. Yeah. Right?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I would love to, like, do you ever watch Shameless? No?
1: No of it, haven't okay, watched it. Okay, that's okay. Anyway, <laughs> great
3: sure, we should get into it. Um, <laughs> what I love about it is it's, like, hilarious and, like, like, then fucked up and then, like, super sad. And it's, yeah. like, it's all the same things and, like, all those things in one episode. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, not that I want to go to, like, a super fucked up place as Shameless does, mm-hmm. but I would, like, what I think it does really well is, like, it builds those stakes, it makes you invest in it. Mm-hmm. By having those really kind of low moments right. and like really dark places, it, it it feels really real, which is what I want our series to feel like in a way. Even though it's so over the top and ridiculous, like I want to still have it be like real and so anyway, it that's what real. we're trying to do with this season. So hopefully it works out. Great! Yay! <laughs> yeah. Are
0: we I mean, at our time? Yeah, we're at an hour.
2: Oh, oh okay. wow, Sorry. that was
0: a fast hour.
2: Right? I know. It always Sinanas. happens.
1: Um, you should plug your second season.
3: Yes. So the trailer for our new season is on YouTube right now as part of the IPF um, web series uh, grants competition, I guess. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's called Ran and Jaden. I'm Ran. I'm Jaden. And yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. I think it does a really good job of balancing its lightheartedness and its cynicism and Mm -hmm. being a satirization of millennial life through an LGBTQ perspective. Um, Yeah, I'm really excited for it. It does help to watch some of our
4: more recent sketches, um, especially the patio ones, because I think it gives a really good idea of um, what a prolonged scene would
3: look like. Yeah. Great. Yeah, and please comment and like and share. Like too. Yes, comment.
1: You you do all the things. share, but
3: yes. just watch it and comment. Put
1: a thumbs up emoji. Yes. How hard is that?
0: Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's so easy. Instagram makes it so easy now. It literally I just know. like gives you a block of six, and you're just like, that one, and then yeah. it goes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank well, you guys so much.
1: Wait, yeah. something me
3: else? No, I was going to say thank you. Oh, I oh so you thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, tra-
1: <laughs> thank you for traveling. You're welcome. Well,
4: no, actually, I was. Oh, It's Jaden's birthday dinner tonight. <gasps> <good>. What?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Is your birthday
4: today?
0: Tomorrow. <gasps> Happy, birthday.
2: Happy birthday! Thank you. I can't believe <laughs> I didn't
0: even
4: come yeah. up. So I'm coming to Toronto anyways for the dinner, and I'm actually using him to sleep over
0: because I'm flying out tomorrow.
3: Yes. he uses Oof. me a lot. <laughs>
0: Where are you guys <laughs> going tonight?
3: Um, Chubby's. Yeah, it's like a Jamaican restaurant. Ooh,
0: It's yeah. Yeah. good.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Well, thank well, you yeah. guys so much. Thank you for coming on. Thank yes, we us. really appreciate it. Amazing. Okay, so everybody go watch because the link to the trailer will be in the show notes. (laughs) And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We always appreciate it. Um, If you don't already, go follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Go check out our website. It'll lead you to all those things. We do have a quarterly newsletter coming up. It'll come up four times a year. It's not every month. It's not going to piss you off. It's not going to show up in your inbox. You're not going to have to unsubscribe like I have from so many emails numerous of times. Why why am I still getting emails from Bed Bath & Beyond? I don't understand. Anyway, um, and also, if you guys have any extra money, please go to our Patreon. Throw it at us because 12 cents means the world to us. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.